everybody, and welcome to Geek Freaks. And today we are talking about all things geek. We for the last month or so we had so much Game of Thrones stuff that yes. this is our we have a lot of news to cover. Going over the Star Wars celebration news, PS5 reveal, slight reveal, and some of the Disney Plus stuff, and so much more. We also have a review for a comic book that we'll be talking about towards the end of the show. Make sure you stick around towards that. It's really good. Really good read. We have Jonathan. What's up? Squeaks. Squeaks. And with us today, Susie. Uh, normally I would say, like, when you guys watch stuff like that, we have so much to go over. Let's just get right into it, okay? Nice. TV series-wise, uh, the Halo TV series cast Pablo Schreiber as Master Chief. He is in, like, American Gods and stuff like that. But what I remember him as is in Orange is the New Black, he's porn stash. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the guard. Yeah, you remember that, that right away because yeah. of that. Remember the guard from the first couple of uh, seasons, and then he ends up leaving because he, he got that girl goes pregnant. crazy. He thinks he oh, got right. the girl oh, pregnant, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the mean guard from the first season. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. He's gonna be like the new the voice of Master Chief, and he new is series? Master Chief's face. Oh, really? Because oh. he's gonna be it's a TV series done by Showtime. Hold on, they're gonna oh, do it with it's Master Chief. Yeah. So we're gonna actually have a face on him. Because it's not in the comic books; it's a TV show version. Yeah. Uh, and still shaking so, to the core. TV series Master. Master Chief is different than the video game Master Chief. Right, we're not going to see that face in the video game. We shouldn't see a face. Well, I agree with you. I mean, it's a sacrilegious <laughs> yeah. show, but nevertheless, it's very big shoes to feel. I think, you know, I think it's going to be hard to do. Because that's one thing with Master Chief is why we've always had the same kind of voice, but it was, it was still easier to impersonate him, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be him in the game because you never saw the face. That's yeah. going to be hard to do. Is this going to be on a, a ser- uh, Showtime. Showtime, okay. Yeah. On Showtime. Yeah. yeah. It's better for him to be like a myth in, you know, in the game, at least, because in... There's no limitations or anything like that. It's all just, you know, if you put a face on him, then yeah. he's human. Then he's mortal and all that. Hopefully but. it's good. Showtime's been working on this project for like nine years or something like that. They've been trying real oh, hard wow. to get it done. Yeah, because they had Steven Spielberg working behind it. It's it's one of those things where it's like started and stopped so many times that any news from... This is pretty big because casting means you're pretty far down the road. Mm-hmm. But anytime something comes up, it's always like, you know, oh, this director changed up for that director and stuff like that. And that's always really... That's ground one rework. So it's yeah. has okay. has Showtime been producing anything? I've heard about American Gods, but have they produced anything else of value recently? Black Flag was was good. Um, they they've been doing little things here and there. Yeah. Last thing but, I remember was Spartacus was on Spartacus. That, right? Good example. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tutors was theirs. I loved Tutors back when that was around. That was really good. But yeah, they they they're definitely not HBO. That's yeah. the thing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you got Game of Thrones over there. I mean, what are you gonna do? Veep and and last week tonight. All right, uh, next up, the Dis- uh, Disney showed off their Disney Plus streaming service. This is coming out. We have a release date finally, November 12th, 2019. A lot of the platform looks like Hulu and Netflix, where it's it's got the tiles you move around with the, with the shows on there and stuff like that. A lot like Hulu, really. It's it's going to be very similar in the way that they're broadcasted on the Xboxes, on your Amazon Fire, your TV, your remote, or your, your phone, everything like that. This is the best part, priced at $6.99 a month or $70 for the full year. Wow. So that's a pretty good price. That's really smart. Yeah. They're going to be able to beat a lot of people out with that. You're going to get all Disney movies, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel, except for Song of the South. They're keeping that one off of there. (laughs) That's good. good Smart move. Uh, You're getting every single Simpsons, all the Malcolm in the Middles, everything that like Fox did TV show wise that is family friendly. You got a good reaction to that. What's going on? Oh, no. I just kind of forgot that. Is Simpsons, will the future Simpsons be exclusive to this now? No, they'll be on Fox. They'll be on Fox, though? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I did see a trailer of Simpsons with Disney Club. Did you see that with, like, Dumbo? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited I'm excited for the streaming service to yeah. have. I mean, that's a big selling point to me. Because that's something I'll just play in the background. Besides the main one that got announced for a TV series, Mandalorian, I thought there was another one they announced. They announced a else. series of them. Uh, Mandalorian we'll be talking about in a great deal with yeah, the Star Wars yeah. Celebration. They they have, they have, quite they a, they have of course, um, the Loki Marvel show. They've got the Scarlet Witch one. They have a uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I have it written down. I don't know what I'm thinking of it. Damn, that's crazy. They're also starting a couple animated shows that are Marvel. They have Marvel Hero Project, Marvel 616. You familiar with the 616 no. title? I'm not familiar with that. I know 616 is our Earth in the Marvel world. It's the world that has, because they have multiple Earths, that's the mm-hmm. Earth that has like the Captain America we know and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they have the Marvel's What If series coming out, which is one of my favorite comic book lines. That's the one where you'd have like, You'd have a regular story go on the normal continuity where the famous one that everybody talks about is Spider-Man beats Punisher. Mm-hmm. Then you have the spinoff 
a what if title where what if Spider-Man died to Punisher and then how that would affect things. So it just takes like normal storylines and then like, well, what if the bad guy won or what if whatever. It could oh, be a well, Doctor Strange series right there. <laughs> it, well, it could be like a Twilight. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, would it be a different episode every month or think, every every week or every whatever it is? Yeah, I think we'd get like a Black Mirror out of it That'd where it's a neat. fully different story yeah. every week. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah, it'd be cool. With all the Marvel characters in it or just the Marvel characters from the TV series. Well, I mean, Disney, Disney, obviously, so far, I mean, they're using Tom Hiddleston to play Loki. They're getting, you know, yeah, they're using yeah. the actual actors to play these TV characters. So they could literally have Chris Hemsworth come in for a one-off where what if uh, what if Thor became king uh, before Odin died or something like that? Or what if, you yeah. know, what if Captain America didn't die in the air, the plane crash yeah. and what he lived if, out his life as a man back in the day? What if Thor That's uh, pretty neat, actually. was jealous and killed Loki when they were kids or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of fun stories and they have the funding and the ambition to just, all right, well, let's do it. Any Disney properties you'd want to make into a TV show for the streaming service? I think, I think a monster, was Monsters, Inc., is it Pixar? They own there Pixar, is a lot of right? Pixar shows coming and stuff like that, too. That'd be cool yeah. to see a Monsters, Inc. TV I, show. They, they mentioned a Forky TV show, which is the fork that's in the future uh, Toy Story 4 oh. movie. He, he, I like him. He already, <laughs> he's already got me. <laughs> just from the advertisements. Yeah, just to kind of go off what you are saying, Jonathan, about Monsters, Inc., I think that would be good, but more of like talking about uh, Boo. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Talk, oh, when her, we get to see her grow up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think that would be like a nice spinoff, yeah. seeing like her grow up like through her adolescent ages as a young yeah. adult. Like, how did you know seeing all these monsters affect her childhood? Did she uh, grow up to be like a creative like adult, or does this make her like twisted kind of thing? And you have the typical know. like, oh, I'm in school drawing these monsters. Oh. People think she's weird. Yeah. Kind of yeah, they're interesting. Yeah. And now that they aren't afraid of the monsters and they make them laugh, they develop a friendship. But as the kids get older, just like Toy Story, they don't need mm-hmm. the toys anymore. The kids don't need the monsters anymore. Mm-hmm. So then you see like Sully and Mike start to like have the separation thing where, you know, Boo's yeah. not there when they come yeah. to to make her laugh. She wants to go to prom, but they, yeah. they had scheduled like whatever trick or treat or something. Yeah, she's like, out whatever. with like a boyfriend yeah. or something like that. So yeah. then the door doesn't work or something like that because they're they're no longer needed. Don't they show that like the in the first move in the first movie, right? Like um I think it's one of I think it was in the first movie, mm-hmm. one of the scenes where the monster's trying to go in and it's like a teenager room and they just end up shredding the door because like this the kid yeah, didn't get scared. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they kicked yeah, it they off and shredded. Yeah. Oh yeah, like and then that. like Sully, because Sully is now um the CEO of the Monsters Incorporated, <laughs> right? So he would be like fighting to keep her door alive even yeah. though she's not scared anymore. Yeah. And it's like the board's saying like, no, you guys, you got to shred it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm the boss. And that's, you know, I don't know. It'd be kind of yeah. fun. Be cool. We might be, be thinking cool. too big on the show. But, <laughs> and then he'd yeah. have a heart to heart with her and she would tell him to move on kind of thing or something. Yeah, that'd be interesting. And then I want to see a team mm. up where she teams up because I'm, I'm a big fan, fan of the Pixar's United thing. Mm-hmm. to where like, I think Incredibles is in the same universe. I think that Oh yeah, yeah. They're all yeah. in the same universe, right? Yeah. So it'd be kind of funny if you like you got um was it Violet from Incredibles, mm-hmm. Boo at the right age, the girl from um Inside Out. Yeah. All of them became friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, that'd be kinda of cool. Hmm. Anyways. So yeah, streaming service coming from them and it'll be November twelfth. It'll be pretty much on everything. Take my money. I know. Yeah, really. It's not even that much, which is fantastic. Yeah. At first I was trying to like, no, I don't want to do another streaming service, and then I heard the more that was coming out with, I'm like, dang it. Yeah. I'm already gonna buy it. Yeah. Later on, go ahead, I'm sorry. If you don't get it, the only downside is most, I imagine most, if not all, Disney and Fox stuff's going to get pulled off the other streaming services. It like has to, By right? the end of the year, Netflix will have no Disney stuff on their stu- on yeah. their streaming service. And we'll talk about Mandalorian. We're going to talk about all the Disney or all the Star Wars related stuff towards the end. So you know, right now we're going into video games. We're not going to be talking about Fallen Order. Yeah. So right. for video games, Nintendo stocks surge after they get a great deal uh, with, I want to say the company is, oh, I don't have the company right in here. I think it's called Tencent. Actually, I'm pretty genius. I'm pretty sure it is Tencent. <laughs> they get a deal with Tencent to have the Switch brought to China. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys know this or not, but China, up until about two years ago, had a 15-year ban on consoles. Really? Yeah. Why? Because they're trying to uh, phase out Western influences. Yeah. Okay. So the United States had Xbox and stuff like that. And Japan had uh, Nintendo and the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. They were trying to not have those influences into their, their culture. So they just did PC and mobile games. That's why PC and mobile games over there is crazy. They're really big on the free, you know, like the microtransaction stuff. That's yeah. what that's what most of their gaming is. Hmm. Is they're on the free games that you buy skins for. Yeah. That's why this Tencent actually they bought Riot. They're the ones that own uh, League of Legends. Yeah. And I know I'm pretty sure it's called Tencent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they made a deal with them, and so now they're going to be getting into the Chinese market. The ban has been lifted on consoles a couple years ago. But oh, it has man. been a really slow, like, trying to get in there. It's yeah. really hard for Xbox, like, still 
it doesn't barely take off over there yeah. because it's just not it's not what they're used it's, to. It's not an economy that is if you've put a new product out there, they're not used to buying it, so they're not gonna right. jump on it. So you can't invest a bunch of your company's money into spreading over there, right? Yeah. And we see that in movies too. Like now movie studios are trying to court China more. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good example is not the last Transformers, the good one, Bumblebee, mm-hmm. but the one before that, mm-hmm. which was terrible, purposely had him crash in China, and then like the guys were in an elevator with a famous Chinese, famous Chinese Olympian, oh, really? and then later on were like in a car race with some Chinese boxer or something like that. <laughs> you know, they made sure that they they brought in that court because it's a big market, and they're only allowed. I'm throwing out numbers. I'm not positive on. They're only allowed ten out of country movies on the theaters at, at any year. Oh wow! So it's a real big competition to see to get approved by China to get into the markets because then you open up over a billion people yeah and they're becoming more movie watchers now they're trying to get them into becoming console gamers as well the that's, switch i think is perfect for this that's got to be so hard though because pc gaming has a lot wider like like yeah. uh what do you call it not exposure but you can do a lot more with pc games than console and with three emulators you could have played the switch already yeah technically with stadia pretty soon you won't need a console period pretty much right good chance stadia is not gonna be allowed in there oh yeah that's true they that don't let sense. they don't like google yeah <laughs> no. okay yeah they have their own services. There is even a Chinese streaming service, mm-hmm. video game streaming service, like Steam, and not necessarily streaming, but like a Steam for them, mm-hmm. but it's made by Tencent, and they're actually bringing it to the West. Mm-hmm. So we could actually play some of their games. And I'd be interested to try it out, you know, as long as it has subs for me to understand. Yeah. We all loved a lot of Japanese games. Final Fantasy is all Japanese games. Mm-hmm. That terrible Kingdom Hearts was a Japanese game. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even finish um. it. Well, I think Disney has a big influence over there in China, right? Because they have that theme park there. Yeah, and then, Disney then, uh, does well, not as well as here. And it's different parts of Disney that's big over there. Yeah, because uh, I think Marvel or Endgame just had their Chinese, uh, what do you call that, when they go and try to show off the movie? What do you call yeah, that? Yeah, the, like pre- like the pre-release. Press day, is that what it is? Yeah, whatever yeah, like it is. The, the premiere or whatever. The show off. Yeah, something like that. And I think yeah. they went over there. It was like a huge stadium that was filled up with it. And see, people. that's what they'll do sometimes is they'll they'll make sure to go there first for a couple of days. Or, and not necessarily always there. They'll Sometimes they'll go to like Middle East or they'll go to Europe. They'll do a premiere there first nowadays just so that they can kind of court the global market because the global market is becoming stronger and stronger. Well, American market's doing good, but, you know, it now we can make more money. Yeah. You know, we're all becoming one, so they're doing that. Hmm. Uh, another cool video game news. It's an unfortunate event what happened with Notre Dame, mm-hmm. but Ubisoft not only donated a ton of money, but they actually gave away Assassin's Creed Unity for everybody. Assassin's Creed Unity is an Assassin's Creed that takes place in France. It's circled around Notre Dame. I mean, I remember very well climbing all over Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You can't climb a lot in that game. So they gave away the, the game free for everybody. Hmm. Huge PR success. What do you think about this? I think that that's pretty cool because a lot of people who don't haven't played the game, don't have the exposure to it. I mean, that building is no longer there, but I'm sure the game producers put a ton of detail, oh, very sure. vivid, yeah. you know, taking pictures and studying yeah. the building to yeah. try and, I mean, of course they can't, Put everything in there, but as much as they can. So it's a very accurate 3D remodeling. They did they a actually 3D did the, scan or something. They did like the scan right? of it. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. That's. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it looks it's great PR, like you're saying for them. That's also a, you know, great thing to to be able to just give to the people. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool. The building is still standing. Basically, after everything was said and done, pretty much just the wood roof needs to be replaced. Oh, that's so oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It looked terrible. <laughs> it did. Yeah, but like the the the. They had this rose stained glass when you walk in. Mm-hmm. That was like the thing. They were like, that needs to be there. Yeah. And sure enough, it still stood. All the behind the art, everything did really well. So, but thing. it is getting repaired. They needed mm-hmm. they needed a billion or something like that to do it. And France was going to pay for it all. But they're way past that just from like Disney donating. And really? a lot of French corporations yeah, donated. Too. Wow, they're cool. way past it now. Let's uh, work on world hunger. <laughs> yeah, I know. Water? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a friend about that. I was like, yeah, that's good that they got the roof on there. But there's a lot of kids that are hungry. I'm like, okay, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. <laughs> So, um, Division 2 pr- uh, pushed back its first raid to May. Have you guys played Division 2 at all? I, I looked at Susan. Oh, I know you're not no, big. no. It's, it's on my list to buy, but I haven't bought it yet. We, me and Daniel did a review of it, and I kind of feel bad. I, that's why I wanted to make sure to mention this raid so I kind of talk about Division 2 as well. I felt bad because we both gave it very bad reviews. <laughs> we oh, really? It, yeah. We, I gave it a 72, he gave it a 73, which I feel is pretty bad because I really like mm. the first game. Out of what? Out of 100. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, so if you look online, seventy-two out of eighty-three. No, um, but online, like all the reviews are mid eighties and higher. Okay. And I just want to reiterate the reason we didn't give very good reviews is because we thought the story was terrible. Mm. It didn't. Was that like, really? It just didn't give you much of a story. Mm-hmm. And a game that that that's, that's big and open world, I like when it's a good story. All uh, Red Dead Redemption or something like that. Red Dead Redemption might be the best western I've ever seen, and it's a video game. It was just a really really bad story. Mm. Didn't have me interested at all. 
And then I didn't, I haven't gotten to the very end yet. And Daniel's like, oh yeah, then the black, t- black tusks come. And it's this whole like villain that you see. But that's at the end of the game after your max level and everything like that. Like, give me a little bit of that as I'm leveling. So I'm interested in seeing what happens with them. Yeah. Yeah. Get you motivated and want to play. Yeah. Right. Even with all the beautiful details and really cool weapons and stuff like that, if there's nothing to do, no story to keep you hooked to want to get back on and play it, then you're just going to end up burning out and stop playing the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's surprising because Ubisoft is normally solid on the stories. Yeah. See, yeah, but they always can't nail it, though. So it has to create an amazing story, but there's always something wrong with it. Well, yeah. And then but, you got Division. No, not enough story, but it's a good, good fun game. The, that's so the thing, like, too, is the, tie, the shooting in, in Division is top-notch. What's a game that they're 100% nailed? I would say Just Far dance. Cry story-wise. The Far Cry story-wise are, are pretty solid yeah. stories. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, they got excellent villains every time. Those villains are captivating. Yeah, I do yeah. like that, yeah. And even in the Assassin's Creed, the villains are lackluster, but the world creates a good story for you. And that's my other argument, is I liked New York better than I do Washington, D.C. New York mm. was cool because it was like wintry, and it felt... Christmas time, I think it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Christmas time. This is kind of afterwards, and it's like the swamp started to grow back in D.C. And it's oh, kind of okay. like, meh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it. It feels Dana brought up a good point. It feels like I am legend, and it does mm-hmm. feel a lot like that. But I don't know. It just doesn't feel as good. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So the raid was pushed back to May, uh, as they kind of clean up some of their patch notes and stuff like that. They want to make sure it's top notch before that happens. You got to make sure it's really balanced, you know. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Kathleen Kennedy confirms that Lucasfilm is developing a Night to the Old Republic game. Nice. Oh, I did read That'll that. That'd be awesome. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> have you played their uh, Night to the Old Republic one and two? Uh, or, or just Older Public? Just Older Public. Yeah. Yeah. Older Public was a lot of fun. A lot of people don't know what it is. Uh, it was really big for like a second, and then yeah. everybody stopped playing. I have like the action figure right up there for it. It's a open world MMO, like much like World of Warcraft, but it was all in the Star Wars world. Uh, it, oh, they're bringing that one back? Or no. they're bringing that old Xbox one? I was just mentioning, because that's what Jonathan played, okay, right? Okay, okay. Knights of the Older Public is the narrative that fits in that world mm-hmm. right and it's uh it's one and two number one is one of the best stories in video games i think i watched you play most of number one though yeah has a really sweet twist ending mm-hmm. i played it again recently on my ipad even and it did really well and then i actually went full villain it was great <laughs> i went nice guy until you could make the switch at the very end and i'm like i don't want to spoil gotta, well i'm gonna spoil it the game it. is super old so you find out that you're revving the whole time, like you're going this whole time, and then it's like you're playing this whole time as this guy who doesn't know those memories, and then you find out like, oh yeah, actually you're Darth Vader. You just yeah. don't have bad memories right now. And so I went that whole way, and then at the end I found out I'm Darth Vader, and then I'm like, okay, then give me my red light, red lightsaber, and I start just killing everybody. <laughs> just to see how it was. It was pretty yeah, interesting. Embrace the dark side. Yeah, I embraced the hell out of it. So um, they're making another project in this world. They haven't said if it's number three yet. So I'm a little worried about it being number three. What would you guys like to see that's set in this world? It's a thousand years before... The older public. What would you like to see? Some uh, speed racing. Speed racing. Is that what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see because they've shown uh, different forms of their technology in different eras. Yeah. So I'd love to see like a big jump back a thousand years, make a big jump back in the technology where they're mm. just developing this new kind of energy source or whatever. Because everything they have is you know way Polished, far, yeah. yeah, far beyond our technology. But show us some some janky stuff and and show us why you know. Like, you don't quite have speed racers yet, but you have the hovering technology, but they can't go very fast or something. So that's one thing that's nice. Glitchy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With Older Public, we've talked about this before, but it has, like, lightsabers, but the lightsabers are a little bit chunkier. Yeah. They have, like, an actual physical switch and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so they're, they're just a little bit not quite there. Yeah. Like, we just figured this whole thing out kind of thing. Give us a little more of that space-age steampunk. Yeah. That'd be cool. Space-age steampunk. Very good term for yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to coin that. Trademark. There you go. I would <laughs> like to see a battlefront take place in this era. Because yeah. we need we need uh, better yeah. battlefronts. Mm-hmm. Those number two was basically gone to the wayside. Nobody even knows about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see a good battlefront oh, wow. come from this area. Okay. I just <laughs> rebought that on my computer and played <laughs> it. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Oh god. We need you to stream on that computer. I'm gonna set that up for you. Show me. Because you're yes. playing. You because Squeaks currently he bought a nice gaming computer and now is filling up his library of PC <laughs> games. And uh, we need we need to be watching you. I've just been streaming retro games, so we need you to stream the fast the new stuff. Okay. Xbox Game Pass. You and I both participate in Game yes. Pass, right? Yes. Okay. Game Pass is coming out with Game Pass Ultimate, which oh is for $15 a month and includes gold and pass together. So you get mm. Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass. You know what Game Pass is, John? Yeah, it's yeah, it's like their unlimited gaming service. Right, right. Of Microsoft games and stuff like that. And okay. the Xbox Live gives you the ability to play online and then you get two free games a month, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Normally, to pay $10 each, now they're making them combined for 15 so... That's, that's just cool. a cool, yeah, it's a one-off cool. story, but it's it's something that is like a no-brainer, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, hmm. 
another another thing for Xbox is next month, so that is in May, we're going to be getting Xbox One S that has no disc tray. So they're going full streaming on that. You have to have good internet to even use it, basically. So will, is, I'm sure they, they must have something established for this, but does it have backwards compatibility where you can upload your games that you already bought that you have on disk form somehow? Well, it, it stays with their Xbox library. Yeah. Your so what if I buy... So you had to have the Xbox One already. already. Yeah. What if I go to GameStop and buy a, a game a disc and then I want to... Somehow oh yeah, it. yeah. It has to be digitally, or if someone gives you one into yeah. it, yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe I, mean, I imagine if you go online though, you put in the serial number or something like that, and could load it to your cloud account. Or no, because I bought yeah. Overwatch three times, so <laughs> it would have been it would been nice Man. to only buy once and then transfer everywhere. That's why Microsoft's doing so good. <laughs> he was texting me. He was debating about getting another PC. He was like, "No, if you're gonna play Overwatch <laughs> and you have the PC now to play it, that's mm-hmm. the the actual thing you play it on is the PC." Yeah. So I was just staring at the menu for a long time, like, oh, "Okay, I'll just buy it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now let's talk about the big news in gaming right now is PlayStation 5 reveals a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me go over what, they, what we've got out of the PS5. It will be completely backwards compatible compatible with PS4, including its accessories, including the VR. Really? Yeah, so the VR from yeah, PS4 will have, be on the PS5. Yeah. It uses a solid-state drive, which to me is the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. For an example, they showed this with Spider-Man. It would take 15 seconds for it to load mm-hmm. a... Uh, a scene and now it takes under a second mm-hmm. 0.8 seconds and you're already boom boom the solid state everything's already active it's, it's already, like a big flash drive you don't have to read a disc anymore right right That's right awesome. the CPU is an 8 core AMD CPU blah 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 it's basically like AMD's third gen of the um, the Ryzen for PC so it's, it's pretty state-of-the-art right now for PC that's the thing is a gaming PC it kind of when you look at the numbers it's kind of like okay well, yeah but I have a gaming PC that has that mm. So consoles have always been like one step behind, but they're for the broader audience. Yeah. Uh, we'll have 8K display support. So you got to go buy that 8K TV. God, no. <laughs> Which isn't it's... even, like, it's not even really accessible right now for most. I can't even see that good, though. Yeah. Oh, I know. I can't see 4K good half the yeah, time. Really. Yeah, it's all about the refresh right now. I'm going to go get an old tube TV and just take out my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. It'll use, it'll still use a disk drive. So we're still going to have the disk drive for them, which is kind of an odd step. They are the only body who's talking about still using the disk drive after in the new generation. I, I think it's good though. Really, I mean, yeah. you look in your room. You got a whole huge collection of DVDs. Yeah. If you want to just be able to watch an old movie, like it's still nice to have that as an option mm-hmm. for now. I mean, I know right. in ten years we won't have DVDs probably. But, but my purchase well, yeah. rate has gone down substantially since Netflix and stuff like that. Even my yeah. video game collection. Just today. I was going through the because it's we're, we're recording this on Easter. Mm-hmm. I was going through the spring sale, yeah. and I picked up a couple of games for five bucks. Yeah. And and now they're downloading and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's so cheap. And, and then you can digitally gonna... download old movies for like two ninety nine. Yeah. So. But you got to spend that money again. If you have you know, planes, trains, and automobiles, or some classic yeah. movies, you don't want to go have to buy them again. And then what do you throw away your disc copy of it? Uh, I couldn't do that. Exactly. Those are my babies. <laughs> <laughs> right. I need my collection. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of a a, a surprise that they were putting the disc tray in there. Mm-hmm. They said that they will still be pushing for streaming. They actually were the first video game company to do the streaming service, mm-hmm. but but they they want to keep the distray around. It's good for those with slow internet too, and like uh, internet speed limits. Yeah. With the net neutrality problems we're going through right now, pretty much everybody's gonna have a speed lo- or a usage limit, whether or not they know about it yet. So yeah. Daniel just found out about his. So he can only go four hundred gigabytes now. That's a month. Yeah, which is rough. And that's then they from, like that's they, from Comcast too. Huh? That's Comcast, and they drop wow. his internet out once he hits that. So what are they forcing him like? pay this much to have more or something no they're just they they given him two leeway months to where if he does it twice it's okay after that he goes back to like basically bottom dsl and it's mm. crazy he spends a lot of money on his internet that's crazy because i have at&t and X, or comcast is supposed to be the best thing in the world but i never heard of anything at&t yet. has a limit on theirs too Oh, I guess I don't hit it yet. <laughs> Shoot. What, Welcome huh? to PC gaming. You're downloading yeah. and buying a ton of games. <laughs> You're going to hit it because mm. each of those games is like 50 gigabytes. So, yeah, uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like until we get rid of the net neutrality aspect, and I don't want to go into all that, but until we get rid of that, streaming will be an issue. So we'll see. Uh, and next thing is to expect it probably 2020, but the games are already in development. There's game studios that already have been making games for it. Death Stranding, which is like the big title everybody's waiting for for Sony. Yeah. They have said that it'll be a title that'll drop on both systems. Of course it will. That's why they're pushing freaking Last of Us also. Pissing yeah. me off. Because they've been advertising that forever. And it's like slowly, okay, now I feel like you're just going to come out with, it with the PS5. Stay well, that's what everybody's long. afraid of. That's why they're making sure that it's backwards compatible. And yeah. that you can, even when it is backwards compatible, that it'll upscale them up to 8, 8K support. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. But 
it's one of those things where I the game that always reminds me of this is Grand Theft Auto Five. I bought it on Xbox 360, and it was kind mm-hmm. of like the last year. Mm-hmm. As soon as it was on one, I bought it on one too. I yeah. had I bought it on Steam as well. Did the same. Yeah, it was just it's one of those things where it's like if you like the game enough, you'll buy it multiple times. If you don't like the game, then don't. Yeah. But you know, I think Last of Us is one of those where everybody's gonna buy it a couple times. But I feel like they're pushing it. On purpose. So I get what you're saying, but I feel like they are pushing it on purpose to be like, well, you can play it on a PS5 and then try to double see like the full, yeah. I don't be know. like opening yeah. game. It's one of those things. It's the transition into a new era of systems has always been shaky. It's always yeah. hard, you know. Got to make sure everybody gets the same one. I want to sit down and make sure that you, me, Jonathan as well, make sure we buy the next system together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on different systems. It, yeah. This whole time, I'm such an Xbox loyalist. You're such a Sony yeah. loyalist that we haven't been communicating well. I mean, we're both on Nintendo. That's the beauty of Nintendo. Yeah. But I'm down to play a PlayStation if that's what it takes. Because, yeah. you know. I'm so, just going to shop and see what. I'm actually literally going to look at all of them this time and then see which one I'm going to buy. And that's exactly what I need to do. Because, yeah. like, last time I was like, sure, if it's Sony's really that good. Yeah. And really, Sony beat. It won this last this, console. This one, yeah. It did. So, I, technically, I should have gone Sony. But I'm such an Xbox loyalist that I was like, no, there's no way I'm not going to get an Xbox yeah. and keep with the Xbox. So I want to make sure this next time that we're both on sure yeah. footing. So on that note, Xbox Project Anaconda is rumored to be more powerful than the PS5. So. <laughs> that's just what they came out with. They're like, oh, we'll just make it stronger. And then that's it. Yeah, it, it, has, a, it has a higher processor, apparently. So there's very little information on it, but already like comicbook.com and stuff like that is saying like, it's more powerful, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's all right. they said. They didn't say why it was more powerful like that. It's supposed to be the just processor. Yeah. They win. So Microsoft must own comicbook.com. All right. Next thing uh, in movies, we don't have a whole lot about movies except for the celebration stuff. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home gets moved up a couple weeks. It'll be uh, on July 2nd. Uh, this year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Avengers got leaked. Endgame. Did you guys see that? See that? Oh, no. Thank goodness I what did. Leaked? Leaked? What, what did the they whole movie? The whole movie got what? leaked. Yeah. Like did... that Wolverine movie? Yeah, exactly. Like oh. Wolver- uh, like uh, X-Men Origins. Right? Yeah. The, the Wolverine movie? Yeah. Oh. What's the song? It's, it's, it for like a month it's, ahead of time. A, it's an unpolished version, though. Oh, this is the full-on version. Dang. Yeah, that's gonna hurt somebody's pocket, though. That's gonna. That's, so a, how that's an expensive movie. How can you get this uh, movie? <laughs> <laughs> there are ways to get it. Yeah. But I would not suggest getting it. We yeah. here on Geek Freaks say don't get it. Oh, yeah. There has been a hashtag. Don't. What's it called? Uh, don't spoil and the end game. Is that why they came room. out with a letter? There's a letter from the Russo brothers. Is that a, that's did, after did read, that? Yeah, I read the letter, yeah, oh. but I thought maybe it was just like, oh, because in games coming out, we don't want people to post things about it. On that Twitter. was that was typed up and released by the Russo brothers the day that the. the uh, oh, link I didn't know the reason why. I just yeah. thought it was like, hey, if you go see it early, don't spoil it for everyone else. Like, yeah, okay, no, no, no. Uh, there's a lot of wow. people out there that are just jerks or whatever that are watching it, and then you know they're gonna spoil. Yeah, and there's a lot of anticipation about what was what's gonna happen. What how's everybody yeah. back? Man. Spoiler alert: It'll be time travel, I'm sure, but. I haven't seen it yet, of course. Mm. Just assuming. Spoiler: so, Captain America dies. Yeah. So <laughs> try not to watch it, guys. We're gonna we're gonna do a review of it that week. We're trying to figure out schedules because it's a really hard week for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one more person who's gonna join us, but he's being pretty uh, quiet on the tw- on the text messages. So I'm gonna get a hold of him today, and uh, we'll get it together. Oh yeah, I gotta still talk to you about it though. Okay. <laughs> You're the person that's quiet. <laughs> that weekend we have like a birthday party thing, so we're trying to work around that. Okay. So. Surprise birthday party for you. <laughs> it already passed things. That's how big of a surprise. <laughs> Six months late. Never saw it coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up that we want to talk about is Star Wars Celebration. We're going to break it down into three right, major... Finally. Three major talking points. Uh, we'll start with the movie because that was a big one. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. First off, how do you like the name? Susan? Don't. Love it. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, yes. Easy first. Why do you like it? It just sounds badass. It sounds badass. Skywalker's in the title. That's how it should have been yeah. all, a long time. So we saw Luke vanish, assuming, you know, died, yeah. became Spirit the Force, mode. whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, entered the Force. So, but this means he left heirs, right? Or is this or is this supposed to be him, like... Well, I think he's still... like Yoda? Transcend. That was my thing, He'll too. He'll probably be ghosting around, yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll probably be just hanging out and ghosting and stuff like that. Hmm. So he's not gone. He'll be on. He'll be in the film, but he'll be like like Obi Wan Kenobi would. Talking old Ben would like visit yeah. Luke. Yoda would visit Luke. Stuff like that to give him advice and tell him like what to do and stuff like that. So I think we'll still see Luke Skywalker. I'm hoping to. I mean, I, I don't know how much I hope. It just sounds like from the title that it's going to be he has kids that we didn't know about or something like that. But. I think that might be a part of it. Is yeah. we're going to find out that there's a Skywalker out there, the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be the new Jedi Order will be called the Skywalker Order. I forgot he had a couple nieces. 
Um, well, then, is this the reason that we're going to find out with maybe um, Kyler Ren? Or not uh, Ray? Ray. Ray's I don't true know parents. why I felt like that was the wrong name. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it might be something with her, or I feel like it was the ghost thing. Well, Leia is a Skywalker as well, so we could see. And Leia is the mom of Kylo Ren, so we could see Ren being coming like the rise of Kylo Ren in that way. Mm. He could take back his old name, which is Ben Solo, so it's not even a Skywalker name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of a tough one. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. We're getting Kylo Ren. Is He's getting his helmet back. They're seeing him reforge it together. Yeah, he's um, better with the helmet on. He does. He, like, well, just, I like. I like. He, he, he took cool. it off in that first movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I'm very intimidated now. I think he looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Like, oh, that was it. Wow. Okay. Cool. I like. I like Driver as an actor, so I'm cool either way. But um, we're getting a new character called Naomi, a kid. She's a new character, and she's rumored to be Lando's daughter. They didn't deny it during mm-hmm. that celebration. Everybody was like, oh, is this Lando's daughter? And she kind of was coy about it. So she's good chance she is. Lando. Don't, Car- I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Don't introduce new characters. This is the third movie. Let's There's just a lot of get it going. We really dug into well, much it's some exactly. Of, we don't even know the full the original stories of these casts. Some of the best characters are introduced into the trilogy. Lando Calrissian, Boba Fett. I mean. Yeah, but these are number twos, right? Those are number are we twos. Singing, like I mean, this is the last movie that's supposed to be of the story, and we're still gonna introduce new people. I, I can't. Know. The, yeah. the emperor really okay. kind of. I can't think of a character that was in, introduced in the third one, original three. Yeah, but Disney knows that they one. can create spinoffs. That was and stuff good. Like that. It's gonna sell like crazy if they introduce some other hot new characters. Well, like, after yeah, this movie, the funny yeah. thing is, I think they listen to the fans. After this movie, they're going on hiatus. They're not gonna make another Star Wars movie for a little while, so we kind of cool down a little bit. Because mm. the after the solo movie, everybody well, wanted to we'll like burn the down. series anyway from the Disney Plus. So that'll like entertain. Right, we're gonna get Mandalorians. Yeah. We're gonna get the we're gonna get the you know we're gonna get a lot of content. They're making really good comic books right now. Yeah. Speaking of characters that came in later on in the trilogies, Lando Calrissian is back, played by That's Billy cool. D. Williams again. So the original Lando Calrissian. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a badass too. He was up on stage as well. So, so this cool jumps back it. forward into the time frame. Of this those? is this has always been forward. This is after the Empire falls and the New Order starts. The First oh, okay. Order starts. Okay. So Lando's still out there. He's just chilling. He probably. Playing his poker or whatever it's called. I know other people know the name. I don't. But yeah, you know, he's, he's been I was thinking of uh, was it Donald Glover playing him in the solo movie? But that was a <clears> that was yeah. jump back in time. Um, That's one we'll thing pro- too is the time travel. Yeah, we'll probably get a scene where he's all sad because it finds out Han Solo is dead. Of course, that seems fair. It's his friend who died. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's already predictable though. Stupid <laughs> no, it's predict- Yeah, it's predicting it now. <laughs> what I hope it'll get is a scene where he comes in, flies in, and saves him because he happened to be the last minute thing. We get that a lot in Star Wars. We get that a lot in all the movies, but in Star Wars especially, where like our, our heroes seem like they're in a dire situation. Then in comes the Millennium Falcon to shoot down the last Tie Fighter, and then they're fine. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What a coincidence! You were in the right sector of the galaxy at the right time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they always exactly. see how big the galaxy is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Was running into each other. <laughs> it's like three neighborhoods wide. Uh, next up, we have. There's a lot of new practical effects in it. They're not using a lot of CGI for the characters again, which is a J.J. Abrams staple, because J.J.'s back to do this one. He missed out on the middle one, but he's back to. The, he's a producer. But, but that yeah. tricked me though. The um, God, what was it? The character of that general? Was it? Um, come on, help me out here. Which movie? Was it? Uh, <laughs> uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. I'm blanking. The general. They Rogue redid one. the general, right? Oh, that was that was CGI. Yeah, that was crazy CGI. Though. That tricked you, huh? Yeah, it did. At first, I was like, "Hold on, how does he still look the same?" Or <laughs> like, how many years later? He has passed away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought that was pretty good CGI, though. They did Princess Leia in that movie too, and that was an example of bad CGI. Do you remember how they did Princess Leia uh, in that one? Yeah. Well, because the thing is, they kept very they kept. Uh, oh boy, I'm gonna be upset that I don't know that name. But anyways, they kept him kind of in the shadows the whole time, a little bit dark. So the CGI was helped by that. Yeah. Her, they put her in full light, and it was yeah. like, ooh, that looks rough. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, so a lot of our, we're getting a lot of like actual creatures walking around, which is cool. I like when they do that. It's cool to see behind the scenes. We get a new droid called Dio. Again, practical effects. So where like BB-8 is actually a, a robot that rolls around like BB-8 does in the show. Like yeah, that's a real robot. They made that. They designed that to yeah. do what it does. We have a new one now that's like a giant wheel that rolls around and he's got like this cone thing on his head. He's adorable already. I want action figures already. They got me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the pop. It's going to go on the shelf behind me somewhere. He's really cool. So we got a new droid coming. Uh, and we in the we have a whole new trailer, and we're gonna post it on Patreon completely for you guys, obviously, to watch. And yeah, after this, they're gonna go on hiatus. So, what do you guys want to see out of this new Star Wars movie the most? Uh, a good one. Okay. Uh, Keeping it broad. Don't go too yeah. narrow on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's only my opinion. 
You just want to see it just to be a good story. I would hate to see a bunch of new characters like I already described about it. Or yeah, it, it needs a finish though. It needs a good finish with Is each that what character you want? story. You, want, you don't want it to like go into the next no, trilogy or anything like that. You I want, want it just to be done. done? Mm-hmm. Especially because okay. this is the last one of the Skywalker period anyway, right? That's what they said originally. Yeah. But they've shifted on that a couple times. They they kind of leaned out of that a little bit and then mm-hmm. back in. I wouldn't mind seeing some Kenobi stuff, but yeah, I want to see. So there's so much to the role, but I want to see expanded like Rogue One and then the Solo one. But give me something different like the Mandalorian one they're doing. But yeah. give me expand the world more. It's huge. Show the we... pirates. The pirates are so cool yeah. in the Star Wars universe, and yeah. they're not seen in the movies, mm-hmm. not barely, anyways. Yeah, I just want to see something like that. What about it's you, John? Is there anything you want to see in the Star Wars movies? I, I, I agree with what he's saying too. Like, kind of wrap up the Skywalker storyline and what we've seen from the previous movies. Have those arcs have a conclusion, but yeah. still broaden the world, like you're saying, so that we can have like a video game based off the pirates or a comic book series based off one of the new characters they bring or yeah. something so that we can still get more content out of them, but it doesn't necessarily have to be movies and they don't have to follow the same story we've been following. Yeah. You know, have more, more branches. How would they change the story pursue. though? It has to always be empire and rebels, right? In a way. Yeah, Isn't but it? we can see. So the one thing I want to see, and I thought we would see it last time is gray Jedi's. I want to see mm-hmm. a force user that balances both good and evil mm-hmm. and has to deal with the, the consequences that it takes. Yeah. Would you kill somebody if it's for the better men of the world? A Jedi might not, but a gray Jedi would because yeah. they would take in both both accounts that like this person's going to do more harm out there or they would let harm happen knowing that it's what keeps balance. Gray Jedi's truly keep balance. That's one thing with Jedi's and, and Sith is the Jedi's preach about keeping balance all the time but yet they want to get rid of all the Sith. That's not balance. That's only that's only in the life force. You need both sides of that. So yeah. these gray Jedi's are not in the movie. Is they're in the books and stuff like okay. that. They're, I think they're also called cosmic Jedi's, but they're no, mostly known as gray Jedi's. Mm-hmm. They're in the expanded universe, which got all deleted basically when Disney bought them. Oh. And it's something that should be brought back because it, it's more complicated Jedi's. It's more of a complicated storytelling mode, mm-hmm. not just blue and green lightsabers are good and red lightsabers are bad. Oh yeah. You know, it's just kind of cool. like okay, adds, adds a lot more depth. To it, you really got to ponder that. Like you're saying, if you if you let somebody live, that is gonna go kill other people. Oh yeah, I'm a good guy because I didn't kill somebody, but I allowed this. You know, even if it's a Jedi that's going to kill a, a Sith colony or something yeah. like that, I just allowed him to kill 50 people. Like, and then have that people. conflict between him and like if he's supposed to be working semi more to the Jedi's, the where the Jedi's are upset with him because he let something happen like that. Yeah, right. You see all that. Or like, even as a Sith Lord, like yeah. he could be like trying to just keep the Empire in order. We see the Star Wars universe, the original trilogy, through the light, through the eyes of the rebels. I would like to see them from a gray Jedi or somebody who's seeing that the Empire, in a way, is creating order mm-hmm. throughout the, this chaotic world. Where if you're st- if somebody robs you on the street, you can get a stormtrooper to go chase that person down to arrest them and bring them back. Not necessarily a stormtrooper, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that'd be cool to see a political drama like yeah. in the Republic. Like there's no no Sith lords and Jedi's. I mean, they're out in the world doing their thing, but. You're part of like the Senate trying to negotiate, kind of like veto. Yeah. Isn't that kind, kind of like the first three, though, in a way? The fr- yeah, the ones that are not cared for by yeah. much. Doesn't go into the politics more. It does, the, yeah. But cool. I would just like cool to series. see that where we see the Empire, because you know, of course, everything's the victor goes to the spoils, and that's who tells the stories. Mm-hmm. But I like to see the story of the Empire trying to create order in the universe, and a great Jedi that sees, you know, maybe working with Sith or Jedi or whatever. And maybe they see something that's that's like a colony being taken over by the Empire, and they're like, yeah, but they had women and children killed two months ago or something like that. The Empire mm-hmm. needs to come in and, and take over. Yeah. It would be just interesting. I think it's actually more of a TV series more than a movie, but... Yeah. You know, then you I'm, see so a great Jedi go rogue, and he's doing bad Well, of good. course. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can always see that it just says like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. you can always see something. The, great, the idea of the great Jedi is that they wouldn't go rogue. They are rogue. Mm-hmm. They're already so. outside of the two norms, so mm-hmm. they wouldn't necessarily... Go rogue on rogue. Yeah. But I think I think I mean we're seeing a lot of a lot more I don't know, I think we're seeing a lot more success in T V series now anyways, ever since Netflix took yeah. over and, and AMC did well too. Yeah, yeah, and you can just binge watch stuff. So I think that it's a very realistic possibility that Star Wars will slow down on the movies. I mean, Disney in general, I maybe mean, slow down on the movies and invest more into 
short series like that. Because then cool. you can expand on the stories. You can elaborate yeah. more. You can go into depth and whatnot. Yeah. And if a season isn't too great because they didn't like the certain character or whatever, then you start a different branch. You it know. cut Dorne right out you of can, Game of Thrones, basically, because of that. Yeah. You yeah. could do <laughs> dumb ones like, I mean, I wouldn't say dumb. It'll probably, it'll probably bring it up and make it more popular. And then you put it into parts and stuff. But like the speed racing thing, like I brought up. Yeah. I know it sounds kind of ridiculous that I am bringing it up all the time. But you could do like a quick yeah. series of just that. Yeah. And it'd just be a bunch of racing, a bunch of crashing like, action and all that stuff. Some guy who, who fixes speed racing. About being like, yeah, like yeah. Anakin, I was passionate about like it. His dad owns a bar and he keeps him working over there, but on the side, he's building a speed racer. Exactly, and he wants to yeah. Be able, you know, you can, do that. Be, you can be, yeah. But then you bring it to the parks and be like, oh my gosh, now speed racing's a thing now. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, thinking it would be. A speed racer ride. Exactly. <laughs> my brain is exactly. working so hard to figure this out. I can explain what my brain's doing right now, guys. Okay. It's the, it's taking Talladega Nights and trying to figure out. <laughs> I thought of that in my head. Too. Naboo Nights or something like that. I go, yeah. I'm working so hard to figure out what's mm. closest to Talladega in the Star Wars world right now. Then I might as well just explain it to you guys. But you can do this little things like that where it's not so much of empire versus uh, rebels it's yeah. like yeah because it's a more little fun while the lords battle above them all the yeah. civilians are still exactly you know, living in their camps in their towns what if okay so that reminds that's one thing i love about daredevil is while thor and iron man are smashing you know yeah. galactus you have daredevil that's out there just trying to like get people's purses back and stuff yeah. like that he's yeah. working electro on the ground mm-hmm. how cool would that be if there was a street level not quite a jedi that's out there just mm-hmm. trying to like Keep you know, keep rent low for his neighborhood or something like that. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just trying to be yeah. cool about stuff. There's a lot that could be done there. Yeah. That is not necessarily. So it'd be cool if we got. So let's get back to our main. What got us into this topic? <laughs> it'd be cool if the next Star Wars movie wasn't just another Star Wars movie. Yeah. It actually yeah. brought some more of the world that we haven't seen yet. Get to the gritty stuff. I love the gritty stuff in Star Wars. Now, next up, speaking <laughs> of TV series, we got right into it. We'll go to the Mandalorian. That'll be coming out with the launch of Disney Plus. It's created by John Favreau. He did. Iron Man 1 and 2, Jungle Book, he's doing the Lion King movie. way too good. He did Zathura. You guys remember Zathura? Yeah, that was pretty good. I like Zathura. You remember Zathura, Susan? It's the, it's, it's it's funny because, well, it's it's actually based in Jumanji's universe. Oh, I didn't know that. And what's cool is, if you watch Jack Black's uh, YouTube channel, I can't suggest it enough, Jablinski Games, he actually calls his movie that he's working on right now, uh, he calls it Jumanji 4. Because he says Jumanji, then Zathura, then the Jumanji relaunch, then this is Jumanji 4. What? I didn't he, watch it. Is this a movie or is this a show? What? The Zathura? Zathura? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen it before? No. Was it, a lot he, of fun. Was the young boy in that from? He was in something big. Was he? He's on a lot of stuff. I and, think uh, it's even got the one from, I know we can't remember Hunger names games. today. The boy from Hunger Games. It does. Yeah. It has. It has. Um, yeah, Peter, Peter from Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh. one of the kids. The big sister. Is she the one from Twilight? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. She's but it's all before all that happened, so these people are no names at this point. Yeah. But basically, they get a board game, they open it up, and it's a space-based board game with, like, 1950s kind of fallout space decorations. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you are blasted off into space, and the house starts shaking, and they're in space or something like that. Yeah. So and this then, is a copycat of Jumanji, then, basically. But it's in, yeah. No, but it's made by the same people. It's not oh, necessarily... Oh, so it's acceptable. It's, yeah. It's supposed okay. to be kind of a... It's in the world of Jumanji. a sequel, but a oh, okay. similar story. Yeah. A lot of fun. The The... There, Robin Williams is a funny guy too that I've seen in a lot of stuff like Let's Go to Prison. He's the prisoner from Let's Go to Prison. Yeah, hmm. or the guy from Idiocracy. Idioc, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but oh yeah. shit, yeah. I was uh, looking at yeah. Sorry, showing, showing the pictures. Dax, <laughs> Dax Shepard, right? Dax Shepard, thank you. Yeah, you yeah. He's cool. Yeah, I like watching a... him on on Twitter. Anyways, but yeah, good movie. Who who produced it though? Anyway, so John, Fav- we're getting way off track on everything today. That's fine. John Favreau, he also made that movie. Check it out. And you said he's making the, he's making the, Lion the Mandalorian. Right now, right? He's making Lion King right now. Oh, yeah, okay. he's making the the Mandalorian TV show. Okay. The cast, check, get this cast ready, okay? The main Mandalorian, they're calling him still the Mandalorian, yeah. is Pedro Pascal, who is the the Red Viper, Oberyn Martell oh, from Game yeah. of Thrones. Okay, he's yeah. the main character of this. That'll be cool. Okay, uh, we have uh, Gina Carano. I I'm sorry about the name, but that's what I have so far. Gina Carano, she plays Angel Dust in Deadpool, which is the really strong woman from Deadpool. She's on the bad guy side. Taika Watiti. Uh-huh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mm. By Taika. He's a director and the voice in uh, Thor Ragnarok. He's the voice of Korg. Korg. Oh, the, the big, rock guy. The rock guy. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. He's quickly becoming more <laughs> and more funny. awesome. Yeah. Huh. so funny. His directing style, though, is really, really cool. They were actually talking about him becoming coming into Guardians of the Galaxy after James Gunn oh, was man. out in the back end. But, hmm. yeah. Carl Weathers is going to be in it from Predator and what I really like it from Arrested Development. Mm. And uh, you remember who Carl Weathers is? Squeaks, I'm getting a blank face for you. I know, I know. I'll show you a picture. Okay. Susan, your job is to Google. Susan's just, kicking your butt. Uh, Sorry, I know. I'm not Googling because the sharks are on the playoffs right now, so I'm literally watching <laughs> that at the same time. 
And then here comes another fun name to say. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jonathan knows this one. It's Gus Spring from Breaking Bad. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. He's like, he plays such a good character. He's such a deep, intimidating voice the way he speaks. It's awesome. Yeah. And he is in the next Star Wars TV show. So this is this cast. I'm already happy about it. Uh, they showed a lot of secret footage to the audience, just to the live audience of the celebration. Mm-hmm. So if you were watching the stream like I was, you didn't get anything of it. And um, it'll take place. After the Empire, but before the First Order, and it'll be on the Outer Rims, where the um, the pirates are. The pirates are. So nice. I'm excited about that too. So it's after record. number six. It's between. Right. It's between number six and seven. No number. Well, okay, yeah, six. Shit, these numbers. Mm-hmm. Number six and seven. Yeah. Okay. I'm always thinking number three because it's the third movie that came out. Yeah. No, that's not the case. I could see that Gus Fring being a pirate captain. Oh my god, how awesome would he be? I would join. You <laughs> <laughs> calling him by his character's name, but I can't remember his real name. Yeah, so this might be what we're looking for when we're talking about a greedier storyline because it's all in the Outer Rim. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I like to see them bring in the huts. I always like the huts. It'd be cool to see. Because like a good example of the huts is in, um, speaking of the Old Republic, the MMO, mm-hmm. the starting zone for a lot of the Sith, not the Sith, but the um, Empire players, you actually deal with a, a whole council of huts. And so you got to see different huts and stuff like that. Now they're actually mob bosses. They have like mob families and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I would like to see them see the huts and see more about that hut life. Do you life. know why the huts have so much power? Do they, are they wealthy from like a... I like wish a, I was a big enough fan to tell you. I don't know enough. I mean, physically, it seems like anybody could kill them because they're just giant slugs, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy, so where I know I know a good amount of Star Trek and Star Wars and yeah. this and that, but I don't know enough to give you that kind of deep... But yeah, deep, deep it'd be good tell. to see. I mean, if they if they were to explore that more, explain why they have so much control. Yeah, I'd love to find out, yeah. Mm-hmm. It had to be something. Maybe they found some yeah. sort of, like, ore on their planet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, fuel source or something. Huh. Yeah. So uh, that, that seems pretty cool to me. Next up, last big announcement from Star Wars Celebration was Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order... We had a new trailer showing a hiding Jedi who is hiding after the the temple had fallen in episode three. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so he's kind of been, he's trying to, like, you know what it reminds me of a lot of when you first see him? Titan AE. Oh, yeah. The main kid from that. He's just keeping his head low, doing like salvage work on old ships and stuff like that. Just keeping his head low. It's really cool because he, he's doing, he's doing an uh, outer or inner monologue while he's doing this. Mm-hmm. And he's saying like, whatever you do, just don't reach from inside. And then like his friend falls while they're working. And he's reaching for him. You can tell he's going to use the force. And the whole time, there's an Empire robot right by him. So you can tell he's going to use the force to save the kid or save the guy and then blows cover. Yeah. During this time timeline, there's these things called Inquisitors. They're basically, and we play as one in Force Awakened or uh, Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. They're out there to hunt down all the last Jedis after Order 76, 66, whatever it was. To, uh, you remember what Order was? No, I keep going. I'm old. done going to you for information. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a super old game. I can't remember anything. <laughs> you're a flat tire right now, man. You're killing me. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, so you're you're running away from this one who looks amazing. We tweeted, we we, we live tweeted the event. So there's a bunch of images on our Twitter account. You guys check them out. Uh, we have a new droid companion that'll be with us the whole time called BD One. That's going to be kind of like your flashlight. It'll be kind of this um, auxiliary character in the game mm-hmm. that really is your tools utility utility yeah Yeah. so your flashlight maybe he'll bring up extra ammo if you're using a blaster Mm. stuff like that so it's kind of this little companion pet type of thing like that nice reminds me the love cube from uh portals (laughs) uh we know it's coming out the 15th of of, uh 2019 november 15th sorry and they said no microtransactions no season pass no multiplayer so just a good single player story again That'd be interesting. Yeah, so that's that's how Force Unleashed was too. There wasn't any side stuff like that, so I'm pretty excited about that. The main character is played by his, his character's name is Cal, and he's played by Cameron uh, Monahan. I'm pretty, again names. He's from Gotham and Shameless. He's Joker from Gotham. Oh yeah. Oh god, he's good too. Yeah. Yeah, and Shameless. That's, I should have got it right there. Yeah. You remember uh, the redhead guy from Shameless? Oh yeah. He's gonna be the main character. And oh yeah and they did a good job capturing the face yeah he was so stoked on on stage it was fun to watch him on stage just to like he even said like this kicks ass <laughs> he was excited so that'll be, cool. be a good game i'm happy to see i like those story-driven games i think that's yeah. where gaming keeps the older audience yeah it's nice to have a multiplayer but it's it's nowadays you can't really i don't think you can do both it's good that they keep them yeah. separated because when there is a multiplayer they put so much emphasis on that so much because i'm sure it makes a lot of money it that's where the microtransactions are yeah, yeah but if you just keep it on the story and put all your power and energy into a story then you make a good solid game so yeah that'll be cool. except for but nowadays was 
I feel like we ran into this a couple times with story. It's too much story, not enough gameplay. Yeah. And I know you have one of mine of what I'm speaking about right now. Well, okay. If it's a good story, then <laughs> yeah. that's fine. If it's just random garbage story. So, okay. Are we both so, talking about Kingdom Hearts 3? But I'm also talking about, okay. yes. But I'm also talking about um, this game I super love because I love the story. It's uh, the Order 1886, the old one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy, that looks so love good. Love that story. Love it, everything. But it's just like it. You do a little bit cutscene. You do a little bit cutscene. Really? But I've beaten it like four times and got my first platinum trophy with it. So I'm pretty proud of myself. Well, oh, that, that is one. pretty good. Yeah, Actually, yeah. platinum trophy is hard to get. That's 100% <laughs> yeah, finish, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The the thing with that one is when I saw it, I was like, man, why is this not a movie? Because I want to watch it, but I don't want to yeah. go buy an X or PlayStation for that game. Yeah. It's a PS exclusive. I was trying to look for books or anything that are, would be in the same world. But yeah. I don't know if they're going to make it number two because how bad it went, but they have to just because the world is amazing. They have to t- completely retool the gameplay, I'm oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would be cool is if a game like that, if it had a feature where you could just watch the watch the story, pop the it in like a, like a DVD. I more will. and more games are creating, like, uh, it's funny you mentioned that, actually. There's a Yoshi, I was just trying out the new Yoshi game, mm-hmm. and there's even a mode, there's, like, basic mode, and then there's, they call it breezy mode, mm-hmm. that's meant for you just to enjoy the idea of the Yoshi story. It's mm-hmm. where you don't have to actually, like, get invested in, like, dying and restarting, dying and restarting to get yeah. good at it. I think a lot of games are trying to do that now, where they're trying to make it to where you can just enjoy the story. There is another game I was trying to remember while I'm saying this, I can't remember. They created a harder, hard mode and an easier, easier mode. Hmm. To, to scale for both players. Yeah. They say that on the difficulty on games too. Like if you hit easy, it's like for the people that just want to enjoy the story. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of like just breeze through and everything. Which I think is good. There's a, I think I video games so. sometimes is some of the best stories. And a lot of the part of video games that's a good story doesn't necessarily mean isn't part of the difficulty. There are times where it is, mm-hmm. but your difficulty doesn't, shouldn't, doesn't affect the story a lot of times. Last bit of today is we're talking about a comic we reviewed. We were asked to review a really fun comic, I thought called Invasion from Planet Wrestletopia, uh, created by, I'm going to say these names again, I'm not good with names today, but Ed Connell and Matt Enton. Matt, thank you for having a decent name, it's easy to say. Uh, but yeah, so they had, they had gotten a hold of us and wanted us to take a look at their new comic book series coming out. It'll be a six series, uh, and then created into a book, and hopefully some further after that, depending on interest, I think. And so just real quick, I'm going to get a quick idea of what you think of it overall. That was pretty decent, actually. You liked it? Yeah. yeah. little knick-knack stuff that I thought was okay. Generic wrestling stuff like, oh, the brother and yeah. whatever. But it's kind of funny because it's a nod to it also. Yeah. Um, Heavy nod to wrestling. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. But I I actually did like, well, I mean, I guess we've probably seen the story a bunch of times too. But the fact that, oh, I just made up this whole title of being the best in the whole galaxy. Next thing you know, there's a real planet with real yeah. wrestlers. <laughs> and, just, and then they invade Earth. Like, okay, this is not real. Yeah. But then, yeah, for them, they got all these powers and it is a real thing. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of funny. So we're going to be, we got uh, the first two issues before release. So we're going to be kind of spoiling those first two issues. Just a heads up. If you don't want any spoilers, look away. Uh, We will have an, there's an article I just posted on our Patreon, uh, completely free, that I don't think I spoiled much of it. So you're welcome to read that article if you don't want to hear us spoil everything. Jonathan, what'd you think of it overall? Uh, I I really enjoyed it too. I like it, like how Squeeze was saying, like the brother and stuff, the, the terminology they use is very much like 90s wrestling. It's so yeah. funny. When you read him, I, I can't quote it right now, but the way he pumps himself up when he's uh, like keying in over the radio and stuff like mm-hmm. that, just communicating. Yeah. Uh, you know, listing out all of his titles and all that stuff. It's just, it's funny. It definitely feels like the 90s wrestling. A lot of, it's funny you guys bring up the brother part a couple times because yeah. while, I, and I think that's what kicked it in for me, but while I was reading a lot of the wrestler lines, I did them with like, old wrestler voices in oh, my head definitely yeah. i did that the whole time <laughs> yeah. did you have any people specific you were like tight uh, so i think hulk hogan for was sure. our main right yeah. he's yeah. our main character i thought uh, was hulk hogan what do you think Sylvester Stallone, but yeah oh were you so, oh, okay yeah. wow i uh, wanted to do it again now <laughs> yeah because to start with i was trying to do that raspier voice but then i was like wait no his face he's kind of more like i, I don't know more yeah. of a broad after the time jump he can kind of it sure, fits in a little yeah. better yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. i did hulk hogan for him um Eric Salter did Cactus Jack. You guys remember Cactus Jack? Yeah. Susan, yeah. did you watch any wrestling when you grew up? No. No? Okay. No, Pocahontas and like Ariel's is wrestling as I got. It's funny, I did get Ariel's voice right now. <laughs> for the wife, right? Or the yeah. girlfriend? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, so I ended up doing a Cactus Jack for for a couple people. I, I think it was mainly, uh, uh, by the way, how cool is the villain, the main bad guy's name, Manifest Destiny? Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's like the coolest cool. wrestler name ever. Yeah. I loved it. Um, okay, so yeah, story wise, I liked how it was. We kind of had two different story types in this. We had the down on his luck wrestler who thinks he yeah. deserves more, mm-hmm. kind of trudging through life, 
And then because of a wild claim when he was younger, we have this planet of crazy wrestlers. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing else to say about that. It's like the farthest reach of Rick and Morty, basically, which this <laughs> company that's publishing this also publishes the Rick and Mortys. Yeah. Um, it's that wild. Everybody's in costume. My favorite thing is when they when they do invade. I was going to bring that up, too. I like yeah. that part, too. <laughs> Go ahead and explain it. No, it's just they invade the whole world. So you see, like, London, Beijing, whatever, but it's just wrestling wrestlers. <laughs> Going against people with guns and stuff, but they're well, just doing these wrestling moves and on like everyone. And I like you see like giant suplexes off of yeah. buildings and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. It's great. They literally like to challenge this one wrestler who said he's the the you know the champion of the galaxy. Yeah. They take over the planet. They pin down like the president's you know guards and they're, yeah. they're pinning everybody who's yeah. armed or not, and it literally taking over the planet. The one panel I I thought was just like wonderful was in Rio de Janeiro they have the big statue of Jesus and yeah. you just see like you can see wrestlers climbing up the top of it so they can jump down and pile drive people <laughs> like, yeah. just like a series of people pile driving off the big statue yeah. I it think it is going to get better though because now you kind of see like okay when they ran into their our main yeah uh, Rory was his Rory. name Rory mm-hmm. yeah, at the bar they started really fighting so now we're going to be like okay this is going to be real wrestling on their planet just to prove it what I liked about that so this whole time we had two different versions of stories we have two we have one that's more somber tone and then we had the one that's kind of more wacky tone, right? The mm-hmm. weird, delightfully weird, really, tone of this planet. Mm-hmm. And then along with those stories, we also had two different art styles, too. They were drawn the same way, but they were colored very differently. Where with with the Rory story, the somber tone was much more browns, yellows, oranges. It reminded me of, like, Southwest and, and you know, that kind dry. of maybe 80s. Yeah, dry. And then when we're on the planet, we have, like, every color you can imagine was used. Purples and blues and everything yeah, like that, yeah. right? Because it's, it's, it's designed to look like... Comic book characters, or yeah. not comic book characters, like wrestlers. Wrestlers. Like we would like the way they put it on the screen for us to see, get people excited and everything. Yeah, and so what I really liked is, you know, when you when you when you could tell that they're gonna verge together, and then when they get into the bar, the bar is you is using browns and yellows and stuff like that. So yeah, they enter his world and their colors tone down quite a bit, and then as he's fighting, everything starts to ramp up again. It's just kind of cool that they kind of they use colors to really fade in and out yeah. of which story you're you're watching at that yeah, time. That's pretty smart. Yeah. Did you have any favorite side character? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I mean, there really was. I'm trying to think too. Yeah, there really wasn't that many characters. Yeah, there except was for his, the the, the his Hawaiian manager. guy. Yeah, yeah, that helped him out. Don Fong Wong, yeah. which I think was actually his professional his name, not necessarily Chinese his. Yeah. Yeah, because character he, he was playing or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I really love that character. He's the one to me. Like, there's so much emotion in this. In only the two episodes that we or two issues that we read. Yeah. So much emotions that that kind of surprises you. Yeah. But there was a shot where you know again we're spoiling this, but they have an argument in a car, and this is after. Yeah, you know the the manager has basically given up his career because Rory gave up his career. Yeah, walked out. And so they're 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 both kind of stretching themselves. Mm-hmm. But the difference is is Don has his wife at home. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. more stable in his personality and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's older. He's not ready to be yeah. just running the road the rest of his he's life. He's ready to retire. So yeah. at that moment when we see him in the car together, mm-hmm. it's a it's where he's like, look, man, I don't need this. I'm kind of doing this because of you. I gave up my career already for you. And Rory's just a slobbery drunk. Right? Yeah, like, Rory's drinking because yeah. he feels like he wasted everything and now he's really drinking. So there's a shot where they he ends up leaving him on the side of the freeway in the desert and he's driving away and it's this classic shot we've seen before but done in comics, it's done so well where Don's looking in the rearview yeah. mirror and sees he's just standing in the back and then Rory's just standing there and it's just a shadow of Rory and then we get a close-up of Rory where the shadow is over his eyes I mean the artwork in these comic books is fantastic mm-hmm. it's very Venture Brothers to me it has like the thicker outlining and stuff like that where or Archer is the same way uh, I really really enjoyed it I thought it was really well done um, is there any highlights that you guys want to, any kind of highlighted moments you want to talk about I do want to point out in one in one panel I noticed and I don't know if I'm seeing it right but it looks like the wrestlers from Wrestletopia are actually bulletproof or the, oh the, are they i didn't notice that yeah because when when they were taking out the like secret service it would make or whatever, sense yeah you see like little like ricochets it looks yeah. like yeah. off of them from when the when they're getting shot so that kind of makes more sense why they're able to take over the planet is you know, that makes sense they, they can only be people. hurt by wrestling moves yeah oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah i'm looking I'm forward to hearing the rest of this story <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool it's funny that'd be cool okay any any favorite moments you got over there no mine wasn't taking over the earth that's yeah, why when you're bringing you up, it. I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, that was my favorite moment. You can even see, actually, that guy's getting shot with a cannon from, from oh, a tank. Oh, yeah, and it's just bouncing right yeah. off. So this is going to be pretty neat, then, because we are going to, uh, yeah, we are going to get, like, just a normal human going to be fighting these superhero yeah. people, yeah. in a way. Like, yeah, that's what it takes, that's is you need a Rory Landell or whatever to take them I, down. I think that's the whole point, too, is it's going to end up where the whole world is watching... 
it's like big invasions happening. I think yeah. this is my prediction. It's going to end up where we just watch Manifest Destiny take on Rory. Yeah. And it's going to yeah. take like, I'm looking forward to a Rocky Four moment where the Russians <laughs> yeah. are rooting for Rory because it's like true wrestling or something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Bro, we're predicting the I future mean, now. But... They literally caged the planet as if we were going to yeah. ride. That was probably, I got to admit, that was probably my least liked moment because I was like, because they had to have the telescope to see it. I'm like, yeah. how did you not catch that? It's a pretty bright pink fence that they're putting around it. It's outside our atmosphere. You can't see the laser beams. <laughs> Weather should be changing right now because there's a fence around it. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun to read. Uh, my One of my side favorite moments too was the random bear for the first half of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a real bear. Like, doing wrestling moves, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, okay, this guy in a costume or something? Why is the comic book not about him? I want to know yeah. more about this bear that is really funny. Like, he, he, they even, like, touch hands like they know how to do wrestling. And then you see a bear swipe. <laughs> it's just, like, done. They did a really good job with panels where... They, actually, John, you're looking at a good panel right there. That's a good one. Where... Um, I'm going to point this to everybody else. It's a colorful panel, and then they do the the contrast panel right there on the yeah. bottom, where it's yeah. black shadowy figures, and then the white background, mm-hmm. which oh, wow. conveys emotion of emptiness to us. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we we kind of really get this to where, you know, he's getting beaten up, emptiness. He's by himself again, and then we just see that he's on the ground, you know, passed out yeah. or knocked out. Yeah. They did a really good job. The artwork of this conveyed so much of the story, even without the text bubbles, mm-hmm. uh, balloons. Sorry. And um, I just, I really like the comic book. I think it's it's definitely worth a read. It is, so we had a text chain going on. We always do. And we had talked about Anthony, or Ch- Cheddar, who does our, a lot of our social media. Mm-hmm. He was talking about like, oh, it's it's 40 pages. It's a lot to read. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's definitely not 40 pages. I thought it was like 20. Mm-hmm. It's 55 pages. Is it, it really? That's 55 pages? Did oh, it feel like 55 Between years? the two issues, yeah. Yeah. Because okay. when you do it in the email, it says 36. And I think that's, I was like, oh, this is kind of yeah. quite a bit. 36 but... in the first and 28 in the second, I think. I mean, mine is. Actual, yeah. It's with the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actual page. Pages. Well, I'm not talk- I'm talking actual page numbers of actual panels. Oh, yeah. 55 pages of panels. Yeah. Mm. And it, I read that so fast, yeah, I thought for sure it was 20 pages for both. Well, I could have like swore you. It's the mm. way they structure it. It just flows so smooth. Flows too. Very, very well. Which one was there? I was reading the Umbrella Academy, which did not have that. It, yeah. It was a good story. I liked it, but it was not structured well enough to where at one point I was like confused. Like, wait, how did, how did I jump Panel flow to is so important. Yeah. And people don't. That's one thing. I'm reading Watchmen right now because it's like if you're a comic book fan, you have to read Watchmen sometime throughout your life. Um, and it, it does the, I want to say it's the nine panel where it's it's always nine squares the whole time. Yeah. I want to say it's nine. It might mm. be the 16 one. But uh, that's one of the things where it's like, it's nice because it's uniform and it's clean. This one seemed pretty clean. There were a few insets. There were a couple splash ones where it's the full page. I remember very well yeah. the Manifest Destiny announcement mm-hmm. is full page yeah. splash. Um, but yeah, it's a very good read. And I know we're not just saying this because they asked us to review this. There yeah. it is. You actually had it right there. Yeah, Manifest Destiny taking that. We're not just saying it's good because they asked us to review this. I truly enjoy this comic book and I, I'm really looking forward to the rest of them. So It's yeah. nice to have a, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's like original story of how everything's going, but it is nice to get away from superheroes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and it it's, still it's feels kind of, kind of yeah. like that yeah. world too. And it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Now what age ranges are recommended for oh. the- Good call. So he's brought that out because it does say some cuss words, and I did like that because it did feel like a, more of an adult cartoon kind of. Yeah, way, even also. he has a big drinking problem and stuff like that. Yeah. If you're not an adult, you might not grasp that. Yeah. The idea of how empty Rory is because mm-hmm. of his he, when he was a child, things were rough for him too. A lot yeah. of that you wouldn't grasp if you were a younger. I think. But yeah. definitely like young adults. Yeah. 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 Maybe teens. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, it's it's all about wrestling and stuff. So little kids aren't really probably going to be too interested in that anyways. Not to mention the fact that wrestling isn't. I don't think it's big anymore. It's I guess for us, though, actually. Well, like what's it, funny is, no, and I do want to talk about that. Oh my that. god! Flip a channel and you see the stadium. Like, how is this thing still selling out? It oh, really? is still selling because yeah. it has a resurgence amongst. It's so funny you said that, John. It has a resurgence amongst geek culture. Really, it's thriving in our culture. Wow! It might be a blind slot to you and me, and it, yeah. it squeaks. You still get WrestleMania here and there, but um, I watch the Bellas and <laughs> WWE Divas. Yeah. <laughs> so to see them, like you know, do their regular life stuff, but then they go to a wrestling event. You're like, how is this? There was the last one was like WrestleMania. How is this? There are many people. It's here picking at the up, and the it's reason crazy. it seems like a surprise to me is because I know you and me, and I'm sure you too. Uh, we got into it back in the Rock days. I talk about this yeah. in the com- in it's called it's the Stone Cold. Oh uh, no, 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 no! It's called the Rock days. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm wrong over both of them. It's called the Rikishi days. Get his chase. So we really got big, big into it. Then we got the pay per views and everything like that. It was yeah. a cool thing where we all got together and you know watched uh, wrestling together. Talked about the drama and stuff like that. And it's so cheesy though, looking back oh now. Gosh, yeah. But even when you watch it now, it's still cheesy, but you're like, oh, I get it. It's because it's fun. It's yeah, just fun, yeah. you know? And so that's one thing I liked about the comic, comic book or the comics is 
it kind of brought back the parts of wrestling that I remember and liked was this like manifest destiny. I keep saying that name because I loved it, but <laughs> you know, like that overreacting and stuff like that. And then the idea that you could see him like walking, I don't know. It just felt, you know, what was a movie that reminded me of so much? Ready to Rumble. Remember Ready to Rumble oh, movie? Yes, yes, yes. It reminded me a lot of that uh, too, that where he's in the trailer and stuff. Anyways. With, uh, oh God, I can't remember the, the I can't remember any actually. of the names. I <laughs> yeah, love that so movie. Fun. I can't remember any of those names. Oh man. Anyway, so I suggest checking it out. What do you guys think? Was you think yeah, it's worth a read? Oh yeah. It's definitely Ex- worth especially it. like try the first first issue or two issues. Yeah, I would, I would say the, first two. Once you get I to think, the end yeah. of the, that second issue, you're like, okay, I'm hooked. I gotta, I gotta see where this goes. I'm glad they gave us the first two because I think it was just the first one. It would feel a little incomplete. I think you need that second yeah. one to really grasp the the invasion part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Them on it's it's easily the funniest panels. Well, that and bear wrestling, but it's easily the yeah. funnest panels when they're actually invading and you see crane, crazy suplexes and stuff like that. So, uh, I suggest the read. I think it was a lot of fun. We, I have a bigger article I wrote up. It's um, I'm not a professional writer, so please don't judge me on that. <laughs> Throwing up on our Patreon again, completely free. So as is everything from here on down on Patreon, it's all free. So make sure you guys check out Invasion from Planet WrestleTopia, uh, written by and created by Matt Etten. Ed Connell of Suspicious Behavior Productions. Check them out on Twitter, SBP underscore comics. And Facebook, you can find them, Suspicious Behavior. I think that's about it. Next week, we'll be talking more news, but mostly Avengers, because that'll be Avenger time. That's going to take a whole episode to talk about that movie. (laughs) Anyways, uh, thank you very much for joining us, Susan. Thanks for having me. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.